Hi, everybody. <laughs> We're back for Legends of Wild Mount. Some announcements. Oh, got to fix my stream window. Some announcements before we begin. Uh, there will not be any sessions after today for the week, uh, just because I won't be here, and because we're still working out uh, casting for Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, uh, which will be our Thursday night game. Uh, but this Sunday, since there will not be a Soldiers of the Lich Queen, you can tune in at 5.15pm Eastern Time anyway. Uh, we'll be running a one-shot that we pre-recorded this past Monday uh, called The Mage's Tower, and that is ran by Kirkland on the channel. So I'm very excited for them to play this little, or for you all to see us uh, play 15th level characters that are really stupid. Um, well, not really stupid. I'm really stupid. My character's really stupid. Um, and maybe we all dressed up for it. Uh, so you can check that out. That'll be this Sunday at 5.15 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, don't know how many parts it's going to be, because it's a big one, but we'll see. Uh, also, that means no Call of Cthulhu this Sunday, so if you've been tuning in for the Call of Cthulhu games, thank you so much. They've been getting a decent amount of uh, people watching, which I appreciate, so thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and we'll be back with that next Sunday, not this coming Sunday, but the Sunday after, uh, for a case that takes place on the open ocean on a cruise ship. So, that's going to be exciting. And if you did tune in on this Sunday, uh, maybe a little bit of content warning. It does get a little graphic with violence and death and gore, so just a little content warning. Call of Cthulhu can get a little dark. Um, what else? Uh, for the month of September and October, uh, we will not be doing any Soldiers of the Lich Queen whatsoever because we are on a season break, technically, uh, just due to scheduling and whatnot. Um, so we're doing a little mini campaign for September and October that I am still working out with some of the cast that will be sticking around uh, for the September and October time period, so keep an eye out on that. I don't know when that will be starting, though, but hopefully soon. Um, what else? Oh, yes. Uh, for those of you who have been buying that Ravenloft adventure I keep talking about, every week thank you so much i've made like i think 40 dollars so far off of it which i mean to me is a lot for someone who never expected to sell that many copies if that makes sense uh so if you have like six bucks to spare you can check it out in dm's guild uh, it's called ravenloft sorrow on the sea and it's a good thing to, it's a good thing to do after you know maybe your players beat curse of strahd and they want to keep them in ravenloft you can throw them in the middle of the sea of sorrow stranded in the ocean or it's a fun little adventure you can toss into a ravenloft campaign if you're running one um, and some characters that you may have seen in our Ravenloft campaigns cameo in that adventure. So, that's fun. Um, what, was, what else? What else? I think that's all I can think of right now. Uh, also, if you've been listening to the podcast, thank you so much. We've been getting a, a influx out of nowhere, which is really cool. Not a huge influx or anything, but an influx nonetheless, and that's really appreciated. So if you're listening to our stuff through the podcast, if you're listening to this episode specifically uh, on the podcast, uh, thank you so much. It's really cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Last we left off, you all were traveling to the Amber Crossroads to get to Druvenload. Encountered a piece of comet on the ground, picked it up, went to sleep, and were accosted by these strange, aberrant creatures in an open field, which 
these creatures destroyed the comet piece it cracked open for some dust after the combat encounter gravel turned into one of these creatures with disguised self and chased after them through the grass everyone kind of following but then sort of giving up the chase um because gravel and those things were moving really fast um gravel got to the road in time to see these creatures performing a ritual that gravel mimicked said ritual and summoned this strange entity from a wormhole like a it was like a mage wearing robes with worms coiling around inside with a weird like kind of plaster mask before that strange mage teleported away just for the sake of time and brevity um you all gather back at the uh campsite underneath this massive willow tree in the middle of a field and that's what we're gonna pick up this week I'm riding on Umbra torch. Okay. Yeah, because I was headed toward the road after hearing mm -hmm. those chanting. Okay. You can see gravel kind of standing by the road. Still looking like one of those evil things. Yep. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Wait. Oh, is he intelligent enough? And even has a twelve intelligence. Use your words. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna as he sees it, he'll grab his hand axe. Hey! And he's he'll like rear back to yeah. <laughs> What? Jeez. Hey, no. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Back on the reins of it. Slip it what? Hey. Are you alright? Uh I, yeah. Can you get out of that form that's hideous? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Uh, gravel ran away from that area, right? Like, what what happened after? Because you ran, so he's basically finding you in the field on your way back, essentially. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we, we got to turn around. Keep moving. Turn uh, around. We gotta go. He's gonna grab his reach his arm down to gravel yeah thanks and he's gonna whew, pretty much throw him up and okay. begin riding back All right. uh Tlinder and lindak you see enoch coming back on on uh, umbra with the torch in hand gravel kind of bouncing on the back uh gimli style um and you guys ride back into the campsite and you see chaucer has like wandered back into the campsite and passed out after eating just in the field eating the farmer's potatoes Chaucer's kind of passed out by the campfire, just snoring. And everyone's just kind of in the campsite now. We never got... We were about to have a long rest, weren't we, when we got ambushed? Correct. Yeah. Never got it. Linda, give a little no. something on your face. Pretty Sorry? Sure pig shit. Oh yeah, it was Chaucer. Yeah, it was pig shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Everybody, uh, everybody, all right. What? Thanks, um, I've been better, but I'm up. All right. Um, didn't I carry somebody back to nope. the camp? 
Oh yeah, one of those things. You, it was uh, oh, yeah. unconscious, and gravel took yeah. its place. Yeah, you do have one of those things kind of uh, over your arm right now, over your shoulders rather. Yeah, I just carried it in over my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Is is he tied up or anything? No, nope. he's just over my shoulder and unconscious. I think. I uh, can he get anything out of him yet? What are we going to do with him? Uh, well, I'm going to first throw him down on the ground <coughs> and uh, tie him up with a piece of my rope. Okay. Um, Do you guys want to talk to him? I don't know how much we're going to learn. The rest of them are dead. Did they... Didn't they not speak common? They did not speak common. I I don't... Yeah, I don't know. Actually, I don't think... Gravel was the only one who heard them speak. Oh, no. You all heard them speak. No, I think they said something. Yeah, the big weird one. But you never... You didn't understand what they said because it was not in common what they said. Does anyone have any way of translating? Mm. No. No. I doubt it's going to be very much help then. Yeah, do any of you know deep speech? I don't think so. No. And Lindak doesn't either. Because that was the language they were speaking. And Gravel would have heard deep speech before, being where he's from. Uh, but... All right, when he gave me choices, I picked something else. (laughs) That was more common, you could say. Just kill it. Do we? Um, I suppose. Keep it to give to someone. I don't know. I imagine if we are going someplace that has a lot of things for selling, we might be able to sell this guy to a mage. That's curious. Perhaps that I don't know if is this something that people buy. I mean, I I know I said people buy everything, but well, I know I've never seen anything like this before. So, so just to reiterate, what you're all looking at is a it's about it's a small sized creature, about roughly the same height as gravel, uh, fanged and lipless, uh, so it can't like close its lips or anything. So it's always grinning, madly staring because it has no eyelids, so its eyes are always open. Uh, long spin, oh, not long, but spindly legs and long arms. So its arms kind of drag on the ground. Bristles and spines project from odd patches of its pallid skin, and its long fingers end in broken and dirty nails. So it looks really um, weird. If we, hmm. I don't know, might be pretty cumbersome. It might be so, worth finding a mage that would be interested in this. I don't think we're... Yeah. I, I mean, I've thought about it a little bit uh, since I mentioned that, and uh, I don't yeah. think we're going to find many mages on this road. Oh, we're on oh, the road. No, this probably is... not for a while. Um, Actually, Lindak's going to pull out his longsword. Okay. And basically stick it through oh. the bottom of its neck up into its brain. Okay. It just... If its brain is in a normal place. <laughs> it looks <sighs> like it dies. Uh, but Lindak and Talindra, uh, based on where you both are from, and based on backstory stuff, you would know there is a huge collection of mages on the road, 
at least in the direction you're going, uh, in the capital city of Rexentrum in the Cerberus Assembly. That's not for a few days that's, that's drive. That's still like yet. 10 days away, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't want right. to have to look after this guy for 10 days. That's no. just Well, you don't have to look after it anymore. It's dead. Well, no, exactly. <laughs> that's why he's dead. Well, this All has right. been unpleasant. All right. Um... So how far are we from Druvenload? I think that's where we were actually headed. At the well, you have to get to the Amber Crossroads first. Yeah. So you were about um, a, le a ten days out. The Amber Crossroads. Okay, that would be that. Yeah, you're about ten days out from the Amber Crossroads. Do we feel safe continuing with our long rest? Or should we find a new location? Um, I, um, I saw some weird shit, so um, I don't know. I'm not feeling great about it. Well, those particular bad guys are, are gone now, but... Um... There was another one. What did you see? Tell us. Uh, Big guy uh, had body, what looked like a body of worms, like the guy we fought uh, back in Deastock. Uh, but this one had a staff and was wearing like a mask for some reason. Creepy as hell. So where is he then? I don't know. I, I ran. Oh, that's, uh... But he came from a weird, weird place. I looked into the, the portal and it was unlike anything I'd ever seen before. Mm -hmm. I deny his explanation. I, like I can't. It's just weird. I vote for camping out here where we are. Being as we have no idea where he is, so we have no idea where else is going to be safer. Alright, um, so we move, we move on. Who else? Uh, I mean, as long as someone's up, we should be fine. Who is, who is up next in the watch order? Well, I think it. We had we didn't sleep for very long, did we? No. Because I it was still on my watch. I'm okay with finishing my watch, uh, while you you guys, you know, continue sleeping, and then I'll take my turn. Right, because it's you, then two others, and then back to I you. I believe that was the I'll idea. I'm yeah, Tal, wake me up when... In, what, two hours? Yeah. Alright. Alright, who's gonna watch after Lindak? Who... Who hasn't yet? Uh, I I'll can't remember. Grab, grab on Enoch. Talinder was first watch. Oh. Yeah. Yes. I think the idea was... I do two hours, Lindak does another two, you do two, and then I do last the last one. two again. Yeah. And Enoch was taking it off because he 
Because he doesn't can't see. He doesn't yeah, I don't have dark vision. Yeah. All right, yeah, there we go. That's it. All right. So yeah, growl. All right. Should Should I do a perception? Yes, please. That's 11. 11. No more weird things approaching. Alright. After my two hours, I, I just shake Lundak awake. Just yeah, a little nudge. Yeah, Lundak is Okay. Alright. I gotta poke him. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. Your turn. I'm up. Didn't see anything, but hopefully it stays quiet. I hope so. Then I make my place on top of the cart. All right. Lindak uh, gets up, stretches, adjusts his armor. He's still wearing it. And uh, uh, basically throws some more wood on the fire and then walks around the perimeter. Okay. Give me a perception check. Oh, net 20 plus 4. Nice. Uh, and sharp vision, but I don't see anything. Right. Uh, just like torches moving down the road in the far away in the distance. That's about it. Can I hear clip-clop of horses? They're far enough away. They don't make any sound. It's just you see torchlight in the distance moving down the road in the direction you were headed. I just keep walking the perimeter basically because I do not want to be surprised by any more weird creatures. And then I will wake up. Gravel. You were also under the cart? Or... Yeah. So as I kind of roll back under there, I give you a nudge. Yeah. You're up, buddy. Yeah. And kind of nurses one of his kind of mostly healed wounds. Perception check? Yep. Okay. Nine. Don't see anything. Great. Allie, you're up. Get up and kind of pace around. Okay. The sun's uh, beginning to rise. Uh, you have a you have a moment. No. Yes. Uh, um. Thanks for uh, saving me. Me back there. I. Well, I don't know what else I would have done. I. Um, I was gonna be. Yeah, I was on the path to death right, right there, and you saved me. And he just kind of holds out a hand. Uh, I kind of look at him a little awkwardly and, and he, take his hand. And he like grabs shake it with both hands and he oh. just like puts it like with his head and he goes, "Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you." <laughs> uh, you, uh, you're welcome. Or. I'm just glad everyone's all right, really. It's really not uh, anything worth thanking me that's for. Uh, do not 
sell yourself short and it means a whole lot to me. Well, I'm glad you said it then. And I'll turn around. Okay. Have a good rest. Thank you. And I'll go to sleep. Okay. I rolled a 14 for my perception. Okay. Uh, yeah, you don't see or hear anything either. Uh, and the sun eventually starts to rise. And it's about 6 a.m. Birds chirping. In the distance, you can hear a rooster. And the rooster kind of wakes everybody up. Everyone gets the benefits of a long rest. That includes the horses and Chaucer as well, if they need it. Oh. Rest. Drops inspiration, right? Yep. Okay. So I thought. Oh, that's for like 10 minutes, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, okay, okay. Wait on. <laughs> uh, Umbra is good on health. All right. All right. Everything's good. Everything okay. He looks around to the others. I'm doing a little more. Yeah, let's get out of here. Umbra, I know. Begin getting Umbra situated. I can help you with oh, actually, you do that. I'll grab Chaucer quickly. <laughs> Sets him on the ground. All right. Hands the least to gravel. You look around the ground, and there's like a trail of like chewed up potatoes leading to where Chaucer fell asleep. Oh, he is already on the ground. Hey, you have some potatoes. And you look over, and you see this farmer's field has been like. There's a patch in the farmer's filler. Everything has been eaten. Okay, we're going. We gotta go. We gotta <laughs> go, Chaucer, and he's gonna put him up okay. back on the cart. Let's yeah, like Wait. a little like, and then he's like, <laughs> put him in the. We could we could hold off on on walking him or that routine until later. Right. Okay. Um, right. Then make our way back to the road. I imagine right. so for the sake of time and everything because I'm running out of encounter ideas <laughs> what is the plan for the first day on the road out of the 10 days what is it anything anybody wants to do on this first day that you can think of like what was your what would the first day culminate with what would happen like where, what would you do if you stopped that kind of stuff uh, working on anything that kind of uh, thing well ho hopefully Gravel would have worked together with Tal to finish her disguise, the disguise that she would want to go by, as well as any accompanying paperwork she might want to have associated with it. Um, since she seems okay. to be comfortable presenting herself as someone of high stature, Gravel would probably suggest uh, uh, for her to make up a, a noble title that he can make documentation for. Um... A noble title. I, I'm not very familiar with the nobility of this of this area, I must admit. Perhaps I could be some sort of wealthy merchant instead. Mm, that makes a lot of sense, yes. Yeah, that could ex also explain why I might not know areas I could be traveling. I, I don't mm, know. Yes. What, oh, uh, what did you 
decide to disguise yourself as? I think we talked about that before. I was like a an elf, like just a regular elf. Just I a think. regular elf. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I think right. I had a name somewhere. I just want. Well, it was a while ago we talked about that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so. So yeah, that's what uh, that's what Gravel's doing. Yeah, I, I don't know where it is. I'll, I'll think All right. about it. That, uh, yeah, that's what we work on together. For the first day on the road, what's Enoch doing? What does he get up to? Um, he's gonna keep uh, speaking with Umbra and Giant, trying to get Umbra used to commands and uh, such in that language. Um, but during like. I would say, like, uh, if it's just part of the travel, it would be like nighttime or like resting period. He would approach Lindak about some sparring, essentially, um, making sure that, uh, mostly what he's doing is ensuring that, uh, he is not losing, uh, Obviously, with the uh, with the comments that we're having, but basically that he's not losing like uh, his edge per se. So um, a lot of the quicker targets tend to give him a little trouble. So he's going to uh, he would like to train a little bit with Lindak, okay, practice and such. But outside of that, there's really nothing. Um, he's going to try his hand maybe one more time at foraging. And looking about, <laughs> looking for some edible goodies for sure. the group. Give me a survival uh, check. that they are in farmlands. Yeah, give me a survival okay. check. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that's not dead. Uh, 15? 15. Yeah, I have four there. Um, so, like, about near the end of your first day, you guys pull up on the side of the road. Enoch mentions, oh, we need food. And wanders into the field. And he kind of disappears in the growth of this cornfield and everything is gone for about maybe half an hour, 45 minutes. And you see Enoch come back with a bunch of corn cobs, like 10 corn cobs, and a massive pumpkin. Hey, look what I found. Found this just in the woods? Cornfield. Oh. No, it was in the field. Oh, it was a corn... Oh, sorry. I missed that. Oh, wonderful. You can make. Hey! What is... Oh. Yes? You come back here right now! <laughs> Uh-oh. You can hear dogs barking in the distance. <laughs> okay. I'll bring it back. Uh, <laughs> he tosses a few of the corn cobs to gravel. <laughs> he makes his way back okay. to the source of the voice. All right, uh... This elderly human farmer approaches you, holding a big old like scythe. Um, and he's just, "You gonna pay for those?" Oh yeah, that's a thing. Um, how much? Like, and he grabs a handful, full of gold, and he offers it out. So about five pieces. Here you go. Oh sure. And then just turns around and walks away immediately. All right. 
Okay. And it makes its way back. Yeah, so you, you can take five gold off of that, because you took all that gold without question. Yep. <laughs> Have a wonderful trip. Thank you for the big gourd. You're welcome. And just wanders off, laugh, kind of laughing under his breath a little bit. Oh, fool. <laughs> Makes his way back. You guys, you know, come back with the veg- with the rest of the stolen corn and the big old pumpkin. And the pumpkin is like a prize-winning pumpkin too, so it's pretty big. It's about a twenty-five pound pumpkin. Get this away from Chaucer. I'm, I'm assuming we bring it into the cart, and I'm kind of me and Chaucer are like squished together. Yeah, Chaucer's like inching like the, towards one of the pieces of corn. This giant pumpkin. Yeah, you, know, you get out the corn, and Chaucer starts immediately gobbling up a piece of the corn. We can make stew in the gourd. Oh, oh, yeah. oh really? Chaucer, I mean. All right, I got food for us. You're welcome. Thank you, Enoch. So show me how you make stew in the in the gourd. Well, we'll do that at night. Okay. And the day culminates with you all sitting around a campfire, and Enoch, mm-hmm. for you to make pumpkin stew <laughs> out of this massive gourd, what are you doing with all the pumpkin seeds and the guts you're scooping out? Uh, Chaucer. Over his shoulders. Chaucer just... Okay, here you go. Those just nasty. eating all that up, yeah. Um, all right. How are you making this stew? What are you putting in it? Mm, how's it work? Like, how do you? Yeah, how, how you doing this? How you? How you? You don't just put. So the I got a. I got a. I got a cooking. Right? I got a cooking pan. Oh, okay. So. Um, you cut it up a little bit. Put it in a pan. Put some corn. Or these other things. Here's some water from his water skin. Has Enoch husked the corn and taken those like weird hairs off the corn? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's probably done that. He's poured a little bit, and then over the fire, he's like, "Shh." And you wait for it to boil. It'll take <laughs> a minute. A little bit longer. <laughs> Dip his finger in it. Is it hot? I don't know, is it? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> That's delicious. It, so, just, has any, have any of you bought... None of you have bought spices yet, correct? Bland water, water, pumpkin, corn, Oof. stew. Pumpkin. <laughs> Corn chowder, man. There's potatoes, right? No, we didn't. The pig ate all the potatoes. I mean, pumpkin stew can be very good. Um, yeah. Enoch. Uh-huh. I will... Are you proficient in cook's utensils? No. No? Okay. Nope. So just give me a straight... Jeez. I don't want to say survival check. Give me a straight... Just a wisdom check, please. Okay. It's not great. Oh, shit. 18. So, 18. A natural 20. Okay. Super surprised there. It smells good, everyone. And are you, I imagine you're serving it inside the pumpkin. Yeah. He'll, like, retransfer. So, essentially, what he'll be doing is, like, boiling it, get it hot, and then put it into the pumpkin. Um, 
It's like the gourd. Mm-hmm. You keep it like a, yeah, like a pot, essentially. Okay. So this is a 25-pound pumpkin. Mm-hmm. So the amount of soup you've made doesn't come anywhere near the top. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> so. You have to, like, stick your arm into the pumpkin, to, like, re- up to, like, to the shoulder to, like, get any out. I mean, you guys ever had a bread bowl thing? <laughs> tear, off, tear off trunks of that <laughs> pumpkin, dip her in. Has the, pump- <laughs> was, has the pumpkin been cooked at all, or is it a raw pumpkin that you poured soup in? I, like, cut, so I said, yeah, like, after I gutted it, I, like, cut some of the innards. Oh, okay. And, like, cooked that part so of it. So the outside the of the pumpkin is not cooked? No. no. Okay. Cool. You just chop it off. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, you guys have this massive pumpkin displayed out in front of you with some soup in it. Unseasoned pumpkin carrot soup. If you think about something really good, that's what this is. Make believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he'll begin to eat, and he'll pull out one of his honey meads. He'll take a drink, and then cool. offer it. Are you wearing the amulet? Yes. Okay. As you take a drink of that mead, you feel a tingling sensation in your body. Oh. And the amulet oh. kind of tingles a little bit, but nothing happens. You're at full. Oh. Health. You're at full health already. So. I try again. <laughs> amulet of the drunkard. The amulet smells of old ale-stained wood. Wearing it, you regain four d four plus four hit points. When you drink a pint of beer, ale, meat, or wine. Once the amulet has restored hit points, it awesome. can't do so until the next dawn. Nice. So it's an amulet that restores your hit points when you drink alcohol. Oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's cool. Once per day. 44 plus 4. Jeez, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a greater healing potion. Yeah. All right. Well, this tingled. That was weird. Here, he's gonna hand it to whoever. Oh, the mead. Be... Okay, I was yeah. like, <laughs> uh, pass it. Okay. Did you get a Did you get a tingly feeling? No. No, it's tasted like it did before. Was unusual. Yeah, you know, you can add an amulet of the drunkards to your equipment. I'll do. And I don't oh, here's hoping this. Um, to that. Here's nope. hoping this. Um, this soup doesn't make my tongue swell. And he gives the knock a look and then just gives him a like a bad wink. That's pretty much him blinking. He does it back. <laughs> all right. Uh, you all spend the night eating the soup. Not the worst food you've ever had. Uh, definitely needed seasoning but other than that it's delicious it's probably the best food you've had on the road because you've been eating rations um enoch it's definitely hot so <laughs> we did that like like it tastes good it's just like if you've ever had soup that definitely needs seasoning yeah um or if you're sick and you have to just have broth um like some of like the natural flavors of like the pumpkin and the corn have seeped in but it definitely just needs a little bit of salt and pepper and it'd be perfect uh, but it's good. It fills you all up. It definitely, definitely makes everyone feel better instead of having to eat like hard rations for the last like f- uh, seventy-seven miles. So that's like three days, three days? four days. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> so you all have a good sleep. You wake up the next day feeling f- 
invigorated with the hot meal in your bellies. Chaucer definitely sneaks something while in the night. Uh, you're down one cob of corn somehow. And you're on your second day on the road. What do you guys all want to do say... on your second day on the road? We have five left. I'll say he used three. No, he would use, yeah, three cobs of corn for that. And then that pumpkin. Okay. okay. Cool. And Chaucer ate one. Yeah, so I have five left. Cool. Gravel's going to do maintenance on his uh, weapons, and he's going to try to... Uh, he doesn't have anything specifically, but uh, he's probably going to just pose a question to other people. Hey, um, I really like this coat. Uh, any of you have anything to sew this up? Hmm. I have mending. Oh, yeah, that, that would work. Yeah, I, I just and he do just kind of just goes like this. All right, so yeah, <laughs> Tulinder, you start touching where he needs the coat sewed up, and mending just the, the, the tears automatically just kind of weave back together, and the coat looks like it's brand new, or without any holes in it. Easy enough. I, I, uh, yeah, wow, that worked really well was not expecting that I thought I was going to spend the day stitching it up badly so <laughs> thanks well, well you're welcome I'm I'm glad I could speed up the process well now I've got the whole day I don't even know what to do with myself <laughs> and he's just gonna go through and like make sure his weapons are maintained and oiled and okay Anyone like else that. doing anything specifically for this day, or should I skip to day number three? Another round of training. He's going to request from Lindak, making sure. So what kind of training do you want to do with Lindak? Like, Lindak's mostly uh, sword and shield. So. That's, that's essentially it. It's, uh... So you want me to attack you with my sword? It'll, How yeah, it'll be, it'll be, imagine, like, what else? poke you yeah. in the back. Yeah, it'll it'll be for him to. Um, really, what this is is just for him to make sure that he doesn't get rusty. Um, yeah, well, Lindak needs time, like it has to do. It really has been exercise as well, right? So yeah, yeah. Thinking about it, it probably has been a while because whenever he was with Bernard back in Diastock, he probably wasn't actively engaged in fighting on a regular basis. So, yeah, he is getting back in like too. You're pretty big. I, I don't. I don't want to hurt I'm you. I'm willing to wrestle. I don't want to hurt you. Well, then don't hurt me. If it becomes a competition, right, you I'll can teach hurt me. You. you can teach me moves. Do you actually carry a weapon, like a, a sword or a? It's yeah, a morning star. A morning star, right? Yeah. And a and a shield. You hear a farmer's dogs barking in the distance. Um, <laughs> It rains. It's starting to rain a little bit. Not heavy, just kind of like a drizzle. Um, are you two training, sparring? What are you guys doing? Yeah, we can spar. Yeah, I mean, we'd have to do, if, do if it he on does want to, because Lindak is basically on on uh, Vargo most yeah. of the time, leading yeah. the way. But every time we stop for uh, lunch or or afterwards, stop for the evening or even in the morning before we take off, we can always spar a little bit just to keep ourselves limber all right so we'll say we're getting to well this will be the spar that you guys are doing at the end of the second day um 
how you guys do training, how you guys sparring, what you guys, how you guys doing this exactly? Well, he's got his morning star and shield, and I'll have my sword and shield, and we'll just do a little, you know. Yeah, he'll wrap his morning star yeah. with a rope, like a, he'll take his cloak and he'll wrap it, and then he'll tie his rope off around the the heavy, so it becomes more like a uh, soft mace. Yeah, like soft a soft. Piece, yeah. So still gonna hurt, but yeah, yeah. the impact will hurt, but it'll be less of a puncture less and spikes. more of it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, so for the sake of this, we'll say whoever lands the first blow wins. Oh, jeez. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm, sure, <laughs> I'm sure Lindak would protect right. the edge of his sword. Whoever wins initiative. <laughs> so initiative checks for both of you. Oh, wait. Let me add my... Whoever lands the first one, he would have his shield. So, okay. Yeah. Oh, God. So you guys initiative. are... So what are, Gravel to Lind- what are Gravel and Slender doing while Lindak and Enoch are about to spar? I have to beat um, a what? A four. I got a. If you want to go first, you have to. I got beat a five four. gold on. <laughs> I got five gold on Enoch. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'll take that. Sure. Yeah. So they're both sitting in the back of the cart watching you two. You're kind of like under a tree to get out of the rain. The rain is coming down. A little, not heavy, but you two are getting out of the rain so you don't slip in the mud while sparring. Uh, so, you know, what'd you get for initiative? <laughs> I rolled an eight minus one, so a seven. Beats my four. That beats a four. Jeez. Can I play tense music? Yeah, you can. He's gonna, okay, he's gonna There's run like a lightning him. strike in the distance. Just <laughs> He'll run at him and he'll, he'll, uh, essentially what he's gonna try to do is he's gonna try to fake him out a bit so he's gonna go for a like almost like a charge and a shield but as he comes up he's gonna bring the mace up for like a like a stomach hit i guess okay like right in the sternum give me an attack roll Ooh, knocking the air out of him yeah <clears throat> oh god okay 19 it is and that would be nine bludgeoning don't don't take any of the damage um but yeah, you've run up. You know, impact, impact runs. Impact. Enoch <laughs> runs up, fucking fakes you out, and then boom! Morningstar into the stomach. Your turn. He like gets ready. If you guys want to fight, whoever gets knocked out first. No, no, no. Free. He just wants to get hit. <laughs> he feels bad. We're just sparring. Yeah. Okay. But. As an Echo Knight sparring for uh, Lindak is throw an Echo Knight at him. Yeah, manifest Echo is a bonus action, but for my action, I will swing my sword at you. So I'll uh, manifest the Echo like behind him. Okay. He may not even know it's there. Sure. Can I sneak that? Or... No, because oh, no, it, it, it doesn't. It doesn't make stealth checks or anything. So then I uh, just uh, go at him with my sword. Okay. Whoa. Uh, 22 no, hit. That definitely hits. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Five damage. Oh. No, sorry. Three damage. 
So you two are sitting in the back of the cart. Uh, Enoch landed the first blow. Lindak retaliated, so Gravel won the bet. Yeah. Good job, good job, yeah, Lindak. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Thank you. He takes it. Next time. And so they'll essentially do never doing when they uh, spar is that essentially. Okay. Uh, anyone got any plans for the rest of the the end of the second day or? Yeah, in the night, Gravel's going to put the money back. He's going to give the five gold Aww. back to her. <laughs> okay. All right. Aww, that's uh, so that happens. Come upon come upon the third day. Anything Like, specific? without her knowing. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, anything specific you guys want to do on the third day? Same. You're Just still... travel. Okay. Still in uh, fields. I'm going to get a bit bored and start composing some songs just for fun. For okay. Sure, just because I can. But other than that, I'm just kind of like killing time okay uh people pass you on the road they just give nods they don't look like any merchants or anything they just look like travelers just giving it all a nod uh as they pass um fourth day anything you all want to same thing sparring song yeah, composing gravel's... gravel's gonna keep an eye out for more people okay and ask information about just the area and like What's going on? How are things? Anything weird happened lately? That type of stuff. Okay. Um, where would you guys be at this point? Alright, you'd be about here. Passing through the Zemni fields. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's, so basically what you guys are passing through right now are like it's a sprawl of dirt-packed roads, dense forests, essentially. This is what you're area is fields you know dense forests um but in the distance approaching this will be maybe like 4 p.m on the third day you don't really see a lot of foot traffic until about this time and as you're like kind of winding down the road you see this cart coming along being pulled by an ox and there's like a there's a man with like a human man with like a straw hat sitting in it with overalls and a piece of uh wheat sticking out of his mouth and he's just heading down the road in your direction Hey, hey there. I'll probably come to him first because he's ahead usually. Go ahead. Um, evening, stranger. Afternoon, whatever. What time of day is it? Evening. Okay, evening, stranger. Oh, hello. What's the word? What's the word from up ahead? Not much. Which would I think? All right. Lindak's just going to keep on going. This okay. guy's behind him now, then. I'm just, I'm just getting past the cart now. And... Oh, uh, hey. Hello. Sorry. Uh, what can you tell me about uh, Amber Crossroads? They sell anything? Oh, they sell either? all sorts of things. Uh, the Carnival of Coin is supposed to start in a few days. Uh, it's a huge festival where a bunch of people, merchants, get together, sell their wares, par parties are had, that sort of thing. Food, uh, it's a huge kind of little get-together carnival. You, ha, you could say that happens at the Amber Crossroads. Lots of merchants, you know, again, sell their wares there, um, that sort of thing. Mm. Again, uh, if, if you are traveling there, though, you, uh, keep a close eye on your coin purse. Uh, it's kind of outside of uh, 
empire control, so a lot of charlatans like to go there and steal from people if they can. Ah, thanks for the heads up. Uh, anything strange happened since that uh, spectacle in the sky a couple days ago? What spectacle? Yeah, all the bright colors in the meteor. I don't... I'm not aware of that at all. Hmm, I must have been sleeping. Hmm. Must have been local. Yeah, Gravel will just look at Tal, since they're usually around the same zone of the party there. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Uh, well, uh, where are you coming from? The crossroads or some other town? Oh, I'm coming from the crossroads. I'm heading back home to, uh, just one of the farms. Yeah. All right. Well, safe travels. You as well. He hurries, snaps the reins on the ox, and the ox continues to like go down the road and disappears. Hmm. You think you just might have been inside when that thing went by? Possible. Hmm. Um. It did seem like a difficult thing to miss. Yeah. He did say he was sleeping. He was, mm. yeah. It was, it was quite late, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it okay. was? Oh, okay. Um. Something right. to think about, anyways. Yeah, yeah. The further we get away from that type of mess, the better. Aren't we going to it? Hmm? Aren't we going where it landed? No, we, we picked it up. He picked up a fragment. It's just a piece oh. of it. You are headed in the direction where the comet went, though. Oh, okay. Oh. Wait, have we, we need to look for other little pieces then. That was just a fragment. No, we don't. <laughs> I don't. That thing brought nothing but trouble. Hey, next time, though, if something comes after you, you can always run to me. Usually they go for the bigger targets. Yeah, I think I might have, uh, I don't know. I thought I could do something with that, but I didn't know what they wanted it for. Turns out they just wanted to break it, so... I or at why. least that's what I assume they did. Did you guys see what happened? I just woke up and I saw it in pieces on my chest. From what I remember, that was more or less what happened. Is that right, Justin? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> smash it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't. It seemed like they wanted it broken. I don't know why, though. Maybe there's a point of it being broken, but. Did anything happen when it broke? Think no, just it turned, turned to, to dust. dust. <clears throat> Pretty immediately, though. There, I think I said there was like a little, like, uh, weird, like, smoke thing came out of it. Oh, yeah, the worm. Oh. It wasn't like a weird worm smoke thing or something. Worm. Yeah, 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 that's right, that's right, that's right. Thank you. 
there was a yeah that hmm. smoke thing yeah i don't want to touch that i don't want to mess with that stuff there are there are stronger people out there willing to fight that battle Yeah. No, uh, I don't know what to make of it, to be honest. It's very odd. Hmm. Alright, so, let's start thinking. What do we want to get from the crossroads, guys? We got a pretty decent amount of gold from our last couple, uh... Little... You know, adventures there. Taking out that bandit, and... Uh, and the reward from, uh, oh, let me see if I can remember his name, Vox, right? We each got 75 gold pieces. Mm. You should be able to, uh, you know, think of some interesting stuff to get here. What are y'all thinking about? Yeah, really um, um. I, I didn't actually think of anything. To Maybe get. something to make travel easier, faster. Some nicer food, perhaps. Nicer food. I was yeah. thinking the same thing. I'm getting tired of rations. That yeah, spice and that squash well. soup there was pretty good. But that's good. It was some rations. spices, perhaps. Yes, yes. Cooking, cooking utensils, gravel cooking devices. Gravel slowly turns his. Uh, to uh, <laughs> to Chaucer. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, uh, I'm I'm thinking I might. Uh, it would be good to get like a mess kit if not none of you have one. Oh, he has the mess kit. Oh, okay, mess that's kit. what he was making. Okay, <laughs> I do want to make sure. Official official cooking cooking supplies. Because we'll be I feel like we'll be traveling a bit. We could get some dry, some spices some dried vegetables maybe some you no know, i think maybe we should uh not sure what do you guys think of getting like a a tent or something because it does rain you know and sleeping under the cart is okay mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean i have a little one two-man tent but I don't want to pull it out. It has uh, it has the uh, Empire Signet insignia right, yeah. on it. Well, that's definitely something on the list. Let's write it down. Yeah, I uh, think I think that's a very good a idea. Tent. Okay. Uh, hmm. Can't really think of anything like traveling is traveling. It's better light than. Well, we have a card. A whole bunch of stuff. Yes, yeah, that's true. We have. And you know that Chaucer could probably be walking sometimes. Yeah. I doubt that. Uh, we, <laughs> uh, we could also, I mean, trade this one in. As long as this this card doesn't get banged up too much by the time we get there, oh. we might be able to. I do have mending if it gets too. Up for it you can mend the the marks that were made from the yeah. 
Ah, uh, uh, yes. The wind. The wind. I think I was doing that as it was happening. It's I was doing mending as. It's probably a good idea. Yeah, yeah I, I could do <laughs> that right now. I'll just go around, look at the yeah, cart. I don't know how much you could do that. Mend when I can. Spices, dried veggies, cooking utensils, or sleeping yep, tins. Maybe, maybe a fresh coat of paint on this thing. And could probably sell it for maybe more than what we bought it for. And if not, we can just consider it like a down payment for an upgrade if we need, just to make uh, traveling a little faster or smoother. Maybe get a full-blown carriage. That'd be nice. On how much that would cost. We'd have to get another horse. Yeah. Or pair for well, draft horses, and you could ride yours. Yeah, that's a lot of care, though, for true. creatures to care about. We've, we've but um, how 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 long are we planning on actually? You know, how we're going to Rex Centrum, correct? So how far is that from the crossroads? Well, okay. we're going to. Crossroads, then Druven, the, right, and then Rexingtrum. Yeah. So, so, so we still have. We still have a long time on the road. Okay. All right. So looking at the map, the Amber Crossroads to Druvenload, thirty-six miles. The Amber Crossroads to Rexingtrum, forty-one miles. Druvenload to Rexingtrum is seventy-seven miles. So the uh, crossroads we're talking about, that's that star-shaped crossroads up there. Yeah, where it says Amber Crossroads, yeah. Um, mine doesn't say anything about Amber Crossroads. Oh, I'm using the official map, but it's within the book. It says Amber Crossroads. It's a star-shaped crossroad, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's the only one that makes sense, but it doesn't say it. I'm using uh, that map that you posted the... Link to. All right, so we got a tent, and, and uh, maybe a, a new cart or vehicle. So I'll just put vehicle. Um, any of you guys thinking of any other types of supplies? Maybe. Uh, uh, do you need any magic supplies? So, I mean, I haven't seen you. You guys do too much in that area, but... I don't think so, but I, I will check that. I don't believe I have anything that would require too much cost at the moment. All right, well, yeah. if... Uh... The other thing that we could do once we're there is not just buy stuff, but make some coin. I mean, I imagine there's a lot of people looking to uh, peruse all sorts of goods. Uh, and we have half a band here. We do. You guys might be able to do some type of performing, get some more coin. Oh, yeah, I probably should practice that. Well, bit. we have a few days left, so I, I believe we could. Practice I'm not the best. Or act. I'm not, I'm not the best. 
You hey, that's what, good, that's what practice is for. Well, I mean, we do what you're comfortable with as long as it's, you know, something that you can recreate. I'll, I'll cover for you. You know? <laughs> All right. All right. Next rest will practice. To the Amber Crossroads. Okay. So for the sake of for the sake of time, just since like I don't think anyone's gonna be doing anything that's super uh, important, uh, we'll just skip to the Amber Crossroads. Um, it's on your tenth day. So ten days, you guys start uh, pulling up to this place um, where the it's where the Haven Path Road merges with the Cloak Jaunt Path and the Glory Run Road to form a great crossroads where a small makeshift marketplace has sprung up. You see numerous kind of stalls kind of here that are set in between traveling caravans and merchants exchanging good in the absence of imperial oversight. Um, there's also like wandering performers bringing like a color and sort of life to these crossroads like music, colorful tents, uh, strange animals are kind of here. Uh, this is a festival known as the Carnival of Coins. So it's a, it's a small like outdoor carnival uh, you know, there's people singing songs, performing magic, and there's, like, fire-breathing, fortune-tellers. All sorts of goodies are happening. It's like, like, it's like It looks like it's a huge, big, drunken revelry outdoor carnival uh, filled with the smell. You can smell food, uh, all sorts of people wandering around on the crossroads here. Enoch will 100% hand over his coin purse to Gravel. Ensuring that he does not have that on him. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Ah, yeah. All right. And Gravel. You, you told me to split it up, so. Yep, yep. And is. Gravel starts, like, first he counts it to make sure that he gives the right amount back to Enoch. And then he's going to, you know, start to uh, take, um, split the coins and put them in different parts of his coat and in the sleeves and in the socks. And then he's going to also take a bunch of uh, sand or dirt and rocks, pebbles, whatever, put them as little decoy pouches and, and pretty much use those, those extra pouches as uh, yeah. Decoy coin purses. Okay. What's everybody else doing? Lindak is going to, after however many days it's been ten. since from the beginning. Yeah, ten. Okay, he is going to go find some actual tasty food. Okay, yeah, there's all sorts of stalls selling food. He's going to go to about five of them, sample a whole bunch of stuff. Okay, so the first stall, because it's still going to cost money. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go to the first stall. There's like a very stout-looking halfling, massive beer belly, standing up on a stool, and he's cooking um, meat. You've never seen this kind of meat before, but he's cooking it on like skewers, putting like some spices on it, like some pepper and some salt and some dried ginger and some stuff like that. And he's like, "Hello, how may I help you?" How much is a piece of that? I would like to. Uh, per skewer, it's uh five copper. Oh, I will take two skewers, please. Oh, excellent! He starts. Uh, I don't want any sauce to dip them in. 
Oh yeah, sauce. Sauce is good. All right. He kind of gestures to this line of like these clay pots. He's like, this first one here is uh, well, a hot pepper sauce. Oh, uh, this one is a sort of like chocolate hot pepper sauce, real good. Um, the third one is kind of like a mint and parsley sauce. And he's like, tss, tss. Oh, they all sound good. Could I have a little bit of each? Oh, of course. And he kind of yeah. puts little dabs of each sauce on each like piece of skewer so you can get like taste yeah, yeah, with each. Some of each. That's awesome. And then he yeah. hands you the two skewers. He's like, well, that'll be ten or uh, five, ten. What I say? Was it three copper per thing? Five. Five. I think you said five, but if you changed it to three no it's five i would still uh, give you five. So five ten that's 20 uh you want you only want a two rats so that's actually 10 copper well how about i take three and then i can have some of each sauce on each oh that's skewer. smart uh yeah, i already put the sauce on but uh he kind of like he just waves his hand over the skewers and the sauce disappears and then he <laughs> fills each skewer with one with the hot pepper sauce it's like a red it's like it's like almost like vibrant red with like a purplish hue to it uh, he puts the chocolate and pepper sauce on one. Shout out to Mole and how amazing it is. Uh, and then he puts uh, parsley mint sauce on the third skewer and says, okay, that'll actually be 15 copper then. All right, that's perfect. Thank you very much. Man. Justin, I don't know what it was, but you doing that sound made my mouth water. Like after your descriptions and then you were just making the sound of like the the things cooking on the grill, I was just like, uh-huh. <laughs> Almost yes. like it's my day job. Uh, and so he hands yeah. you these—he hands you these three skewers, and he says, "Well, if you actually have a question, you ever tried camel before?" Camel? Yeah. No. Those are no, those no. are camel skewers. Oh, it sounds delicious. They're real good. Do you want to? You know what? And he, he takes out like a like a, a wooden kind of ale mug, and pours this white liquid into it and says here you go on the house what's that it's uh let me look up the spell how to pronounce this <laughs> i'm going to taste it okay mm. uh it the taste uh is uh the texture is like a thin yogurt almost oh, okay uh it's sort of um it tastes alcoholic slightly, but you definitely taste milk in it. Mm -hmm. uh, and he says, that's uh, what we call kefir. It's uh, fermented milk. Oh, it's delicious. And just so you know, I've actually drank that. It is really, it is, it's, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, he's like, yeah, it's fermented milk. Uh, camel milk, to be mm. exact. And, uh, you know, that's on the house, that one. Well, thank you very much, and uh, Lindak is going to go find a place to sit and eat and drink for okay. a few minutes and just savor actual flavor. Okay, you can you can find a you can find like an easy place where people are sitting and eating food. I should mention uh, Gravel is in his Vinlock okay disguise while they're here. You see, you also do see. Strangely enough, you do not strangely enough because they're having peace talks some drow wandering around and other uh people native to Zorhas wandering around now mm. um yeah lindek you, you find a place to sit down there's other people here eating food like families and stuff which one are you eating first i am going to actually 
if it's like a skewer with a bunch of little pieces yeah. of meat on each one, yeah, it's, it's going to take just a meat skewer. Yeah, yeah, it's going to take one off of each one after the other. Okay. Uh, the spicy one first. The and... spicy one is incredibly spicy. <laughs> uh, it's basically like, basically like Carolina Reapers, uh, very yeah. hot. So the kefir would that's definitely the he gave cool it to that you. down. Yep. Uh, and, and then the uh, then he's going to try the mint one. Yeah, the mint and parsley one, really good. Tastes green. Yeah, it tastes green. There's a little bit of lemon in it too, so it's not 100 percent just like herby. Um, yeah. And then there's the chocolate and pepper one. Chocolate pepper, yeah. What's that like? That I've never tasted. <laughs> so it's so mole is essentially what this is. Um, they use dark chocolate and hot peppers in it, and it goes really good on chicken. Um, so just imagine... Hey, just so you know, it's good on camel, too. <laughs> so, uh, it's, it's, yeah, mole is like chocolate, dark chocolate, uh, chicken stock to kind of loosen it up, and, uh, a little bit of spices. It's good. It's all good. It's, it's really just good. gonna sit and enjoy it okay. slowly. Alright, uh... And I'm gonna be gone for about two minutes. Cool. Enoch, what are you doing at the Carnival of Coin? At the Amber Crossroads. Oh, coin! I don't have any of those at the moment. Um, um, he's gonna be looking for the like a like a food vendor, but not like a like a more like a that probably that's not the right word. Um, like a general store. Like so, like maybe like a spice merchant or like a food yeah, store. So yeah, like selling like, that. like cr- yeah crops yeah, yeah. and like a farmer mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can find there's a farmer, uh, a half orc, uh, with really big tusks, pierced with like jeweled rings, slicked back black hair, and like a kind of like a top knot as well. Uh, and he's very muscular, covered in tattoos, um, and wearing like just farmer clothes. And he sees you approaching, and his stall's kind of got like a bunch of like uh, produce and meat no meat actually, all produce. Um, some spices kind of like help yourself put the spice in, in like a burlap not a burlap sack but put the spices in your own kind of bag and whatnot uh and there's a pen beside the stall filled with livestock and he's just like hello hello you looking for anything specific um all right um i need some cooking spices Oh, we have all sorts of cooking spices. You looking for anything specific? Something... Um... Not too spicy. Maybe uh, a little a little earth, earthly. Um, which all herbs are really earthly. Uh, just... Can I just take a smell of some of these and oh, see? Oh, of course. Uh, and he... He basically scoops a scoop into this kind of like powdered um, yellow one, and it's got a very mm-hmm. aromatic smell to it. Kind of almost like burns your nostrils, but it's not like a it's not like spicy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he goes, "This is a ginger." No. Okay. Uh, he takes it another. <laughs> he, he takes it another. I love ginger. A ginger pumpkin carrot soup. I love ginger as well. I don't think you're not good though. Uh, he pull, he takes out another <laughs> scoop and he holds you up this like kind of like a reddish brown powder. I get this actually comes from the bark of a little of a plant actually, and he hands you a scoop of this and you smell it. 
Huh, that burns too, but it's like a sweet burn. It's on that uh, cinnamon. Oh, yes. Do you have pouches? Yes, I. He, he takes a pouch and he pours some cinnamon in. Uh, how much do you want? How much? I usually sell by the pound. Can we do the half pound? We could do a half pound of cinnamon, of course. Okay. And he, he, gets, he takes out a smaller bag, fills it with cinnamon, ties it up, writes something on it with like a little quill, just. And he puts it on the counter. Okay. Uh, um. Okay, I'm trying to recall what Bernard cooked with. Uh, I think there was a thing. Salt, perhaps. Oh yeah, salt. Um, some pepper. Pepper. That's right. Right. Dude, I, I like how this guy is just kind of upselling him. Yeah. So he yeah. scoops. He's. Uh, okay. Do you want half pounds of each as well? <laughs> Uh, let's do a full pound of salt. And salt. Okay. Half pound of pepper. Gives you. A, it puts a pound bag of salt on. Writes on it. He's. You can tell he's writing the prices on the bag. And then okay. A, so on the half pound bag of cinnamon, it says one gold piece. Uh, on the pound of salt, it says five copper. On the pound of pepper, it says two gold pieces. Uh. Any other, is there any other spices? I, I have lots here. I have cloves, saffron, uh, all sorts. I have dried peppers. Saffron, it's like a very uh, aromatic, expensive uh, flower. It's no, very you. good. It's very good. You put it in like curries and no, whatnot. I don't even know what that is. Okay. Uh, I have flour, if you want to, you know, maybe, uh, you know. You have um, flowers. Flour. To use it to bake bread. Oh, I don't bake bread. Um, they had a thing called <laughs> Mary's Rose. Mary's Rose. Maybe, maybe. Oh, oh, Rosemary. Ah, yes, Rose. The DM Mary. had to think for a second. What the fuck? You're talking about. <laughs> um, I, I have some rosemary. Yes, and he points to some actual like fresh rosemary. Do you want fresh? Or would you rather prefer dried? I assume Bride. you might be a, a traveling type, yes. We'll take three, four, five sprigs. Five sprigs. That's five uh, gold for the sprigs. And they're big sprigs each? of rosemary. Oh, no, total. Oh. And he wraps them up with a band and then writes five gold on those and sets it down. Do you want... Uh, are you all just... Uh, do you have any meat? Do you want meat? No, we're gonna... We're just doing the spices for right now. I have all sorts um, of livestock. It's butcher your own, obviously, but, uh... No, 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 no. Oh, we have, right. our, we have you, our own. You kind of take a sideways glance into the pen. There's chickens, goats, pigs, cows, ox, camels. There's a strange animal you've never seen before in there. Hey, what's that? Oh, that's a triceratops. A what? It's a dinosaur. Big giant lizard, essentially reptile. Well, some say lizard, some say bird. Um, you Wait, know, let's just focus you... on the spices. Uh, is, oh, this all, right. is this all you want? Anything else you can think of? Do you want some cloves? No. Garlic. Uh, thyme. I can do some thyme. You want five as well? Five sprigs. Yes. Okay, that'll be three gold total for the five sprigs. And you said. Um... What was that other one? Garlic. Garlic, yes. Garlic. Um, we'll do garlic. So I sell garlic in bushels of five. 
All right. That'll work. Excellent. Uh, so the garlic is garlic is a uh, bushel of garlic is, you know, you know, it's easy to figure out. Um, we'll say five silver for the garlic bushel. Right. Hey, anything else? What do you mean, anything else? You're the one Wait. shopping. Oh, the other turn around me. <laughs> no, they're not. No. Okay. I was um, wondering about that. Because <laughs> um, he doesn't have any gold. Yeah. On him. No, he does not. So, <laughs> so uh, your order today we should come to. That's five copper. Uh -oh. <laughs> pound of pepper, pound of cinnamon. That's four gold. <laughs> plus the bushels that's uh nine plus three is twelve so it'll be twelve gold and uh five copper oh he's gonna be like oh, oh, oh. um um can we put this to the side i just realized that I don't have any funds at the moment. I do have funds. I have group people with me. I don't have them on me at the moment. Just just give me a few moments. Um, all right. He just turns and cups his hands and yells for Venlock. <laughs> it's very loud and it's very loud in the market, so shit. Yeah. All like the music uh -oh. that's playing, people are shouting and laughing. It's very loud. Okay, um, um... I barter if you want to barter. I have some corn and apples. Will that do anything for me? I have a lot of my own, unfortunately. Um... I have, I have, I have gold. I do. I promise. I just don't have it on me at the moment. Um, okay, I well. was gonna wander. Can I, like, see if I see him, maybe? Give me a perception check. Sparkle? Again, it's very packed here, so the DC is yeah. a little high. Lindak is not paying attention. No, Lindak's just eating away. Yeah, yeah gravel, gravel is actually, uh, he's looking for easy, easy targets. <laughs> I got a natural twenty. Natural twenty. Jeez. You can, you can, see, you can see Enoch is kind of shouting and like looking around nervously about a couple market blocks away. Okay, I kind of excuse myself from the thing I was watching. Okay. And I... <laughs> Is there um, some sort of problem, you know? I don't have any gold. I see. Hi, um, Spice Man. This is. Oh, Spice Man. Uh, the name is. Jeremiah. This is Jeremiah. This hello, is my Jeremiah. friend Tao. Hello, Jeremiah. My name is Tao. Oh, hello. Um, how much does my friend owe you? Uh, it's 12 gold and 5 copper. 12 gold and 5 copper. For all of these copper. spices and herbs. Right. Alright, I, I hand him over that, that amount. Okay. He grabs like this big burlap sack from behind the counter and puts all of the, the smaller burlap sacks in or not the burlap sack the spices would fall out of a burlap sack um 
But the spice bags, those go in, and he makes sure he puts the dried herbs on top. So they, he kind of like wraps the herbs up and also stuff so they don't just like break apart and crumble into the bag. Uh, and he ties this bag up and he hands it to you, Enoch. There you are. Thank you, Jeremiah. It was a pleasure doing business with you. Do you sell cooking utensils? I do not. No one here actually does. We're here to sell sort of, you know, our goods. Uh, not many, we don't have many people here who do, not many blacksmiths you'll find here. Mostly just farm goods and other sorts of experiences. All right, well, thank you. Yeah, yes, if I can, I can if, it, seems, it feels like you're new here at the Amber Crossroads, mm -hmm. so if I can point nope. you in any direction, just let me We've know. We've been here before. Your friend just said you are new here. She is. Uh, yes, Great. I am. Uh, is there any, any way I can help you out, point you in a direction to something? Th that's quite all right. I, I think I can, I'm happy to Wander? examine the sites. Definitely recommend wandering if it's your first time here. Well, uh, again, thank you for your patronage. I really appreciate it. I appreciate your friendliness. Oh, of course. And as you said, he reaches <laughs> over, grabs one of the chickens, and puts it on like a board behind his stall and just <laughs> beheads it, like, plucking the feathers out. Just I just kind of watch it nervously. You can see there's other chickens like hanging up top of the stall, and he's just like butchering this one in front of you too. Just, well, enjoy your stay at the Carnival of Coin. Thank you. And he's going to put the spices because he has a cart still okay. Sorry, um, how much copper was it five 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 copper yeah the salt was only f the pound of salt was only five copper okay i read all that stuff down so i remember it so we have okay cool okay thank you i, I realized that i gave vinlock all of my gold well just when you when you get it back you know. Oh, you'll have to. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let's go get some food. All right. Okay. okay. You two wander off to go find food. Gravel, what are you doing? Uh, Gravel's looking around for big purses. Yeah, there's all sorts here. <laughs> yeah. He's going to look around for uh, uh, people with like big purses that haven't had a chance to spend their money yet. Okay, perception check. Okay. Uh, perception. Twelve. There's all sorts of coin purses varying in sizes. Cool. Largest one. He'll follow that person. Okay, it's a little halfling, kind of wandering around cool. the market. Hasn't really bought anything. Just kind of looking at stalls and then keeps wandering. All right. Not making any I'll purchases. Follow I'll follow him for a little bit to see if he buys anything he wants to make sure that uh that he that this person isn't doing what he's doing as well okay <laughs> he wants to make sure that the sure the pouch actually has gold in it you follow this halfling for a little bit the halfling gets to like a stall looks around passes on to another stall okay uh he's a <laughs> Gravel's just like, oh, cheapskate. Okay. He's just going to look around for another person. Okay, perception check. Uh, I'll go ahead and do using this perception. I guess another 12. So. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, you see uh, 
a human man, kind of elderly, just sort of wandering around the market, hands clasped behind his back, um, just peering around at stalls. He's got a nice, he's got a decent sized coin purse. Um, I'm walking around. His fingers look like they're a little stained with like food sauce. He's just wandering around trying to like find food stalls. Oh, cool. Uh, Gravel's going to check his decoy coin purses to see if anybody's tried to take any off of him. Nope. No? Okay. Like, puts his hand down there, checks them. Alright. Uh, yeah. He's not looking to rob an old man unless he looks really gaudy. So... (laughs) Okay. Uh, yeah, he's just. I'll probably just say like he just goes around probably fruitless, but he's just. Okay. He's just on the prowl um, a little. But as you do fall at home with that elderly man, you see him kind of stumble a little bit. Mm-hmm. What's your passive perception? Um, my passive perception is fifteen. Fifteen. You see him stumble a little bit, but you look around where he stumbled. There was nothing to stumble over. It was like it looks like a kind of like a false stumble. Uh huh. And he stumbles forward with a natural 20, and you see this little knife slide out down from his uh, shirt-like sleeve. He cuts a coin purse, pockets it up the sleeve, and keeps walking. Like a fluid motion as he's falling, he... And then the coin purse just rolls down his sleeve, and he keeps going. Natural 20 on that old man. Yeah, Vinlock's impressed. Uh... Uh, and then the old man just disappears into the crowd. Was that old man's name Dilbert Mumford? No, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> hmm. I'll have to keep an eye out for that guy. Hmm. He had, like, very big, prominent, bald spot. Kind of like the curtains mm-hmm. of hair down the back. Uh, he looked really greasy. Uh, he looks like he has he made himself look in a way where people wouldn't really pay him much attention. Yeah. He quite literally had sticky fingers. Mm-hmm. Cause you said he had like stuff yeah. on his hands from yes. eating at yeah. the stall, so it's like <laughs> Yeah, he just disappears cool. into the crowd. Yeah, wow. All of a sudden, Gravel is just like, maybe I should look out for people who are stealing and not necessarily targets. And he starts to think to himself and then start to do that. And, like, yeah. So I don't know if you want him to, if that's more of an insight as opposed to a perception. That'd be an insight, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's he's definitely going to, like, have a different thought process going through his head while he's looking at people okay. now. Give me another it's so just like, hmm, you're walking. Give which me another of these people are the okay. are the thieves. Give me an insight check. Okay. That's not right. <laughs> uh yeah, that's a uh that's a fourteen. Okay. So uh you can't really tell who's a thief and who isn't. Yeah, my passive insight is 17. I've been rolling dog shit tonight. Oh, well. But that's what you're doing right now. Um, yeah, I'm done. 
Tlindra and Enoch, you're looking for a food stall? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you guys get to, like, the food area. You can see Enoch kind of sitting in a booth. Not a booth, but, like, at a table eating these, like, meat skewers and drinking this, like, milk-like beverage. Uh, but there's numerous food stalls in this area selling all sorts of foods from, like, vegetables, meat... Um, I want I want some meat. I want something hearty. You want you want meat? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Is there anything that looks uh like it might be some kind of um I don't know like local delicacy or anything like that? That's meat. Well, local. No, I don't know about local delicacy, but um, there is this very brawny, uh, muscular, um, human, like. The skin is almost like tanned and glistening with grease from working with um, animals that have a lot of fat on their bodies. So he just constantly glistens with the fat from these animals because he works in probably a smokehouse or something. And you see he's just turning this massive hunk of meat on a spit. The meat's roughly this ha- the size of Enoch's torso. And he's just like rotating it on a spit. I turn to Enoch. I say, is, "Is something like this what you had in mind?" Yes. All right. We approach. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, hello there. Hello. Um, what sort of a creature is this? Oh, uh, it's a yak. A yak. Yep. Interesting. Taken from the Sirius Mountains. Oh, very good. Mm. He looks at Enoch. Hmm. You're big. You're observant. Don't see many Goliaths down here in the valleys. I'm just curious. Oh, yeah, I... I get that a lot. Um, I made some friends friends are good you mm-hmm. looking to try some of this yak yes how much do you want I generally sell it um, kind of like a plate I do like plates and he shows you this big wooden like kind of like just wooden slab like a wood slab that he's cut off a tree and he's like I usually put about uh, three pounds of meat on it on all of the sides and fixings could you avoid the fixings oh, I'm sure and just I'm fill sure the plate? I'm sure you'll want the fixings. All right. All right. Three and pounds you, of meat. That sounds all right. And if you don't yeah. like the fixings, I can refund you half the meal. How does that sound? No, it's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll try it. That's why I'm here. Okay. And he just starts, like, he takes up this huge cleaver. It looks like he's converted a, like, a great sword into a meat cleaver. Great sword sized meat cleaver, essentially. And he just takes one swipe at this carcass with one hand and just peels the enough that he, like the exact amount of meat he wants off of it, puts it on a table, starts cutting it up. And it looks like a massive brisket that he's making out of yak. And it lives up in the mountains, so it's got like all the fat on it to keep it warm. So it's just like tender and just glistening with juices. And it's got a, it's got a bark on it. So when he cuts through it, sound, you can hear like the, the knife piercing the bark like it pierces on a brisket 
and he slams it on the plate, this like wooden basically piece of a tree. And he goes, now what kind of fixings would you like? Would you like some of the other meats or the vegetables? Oh yeah, um, vegetables. Vegetables. It's a balance. What sort of vegetables do you have? Well, I have a mash of carrots, potatoes, and pumpkin, and then there's the spiced maple glazed carrots. Uh, I have spiced curried potato, and I have uh, oven roasted apples with some cinnamon, like a little sweet snack. Um, and then over here, I have uh, spiced corn with butter, homemade butter that I get I get from my yaks. Um, and then, uh, oh, what's this one again? Ah, uh, squash. Right. Roasted with brown sugar and salt. I just want carrots and pumpkin, please. All right, he. So you want the mash, to the potato, corn, pumpkin mash, and then you want the carrots. Yes. Okay. Yes. And he scoops both on. Big, generous portions, because you're only getting two sides. You get a sense, when you order the sides, you get all of the sides on the platter. So he takes, like, a, like a two-pound scoop of this, of this mash mixture, and just... And then about three portions for, like, three different people of these carrots, and puts it on your platter and says, Oh, that's about three gold for that portion he size. Looks at a towel. I'll, I'll, I'll get the three gold, yeah. Okay. Thank you. He takes it and he pushes this massive piece of tree, essentially, with all this food on it to Enoch. Uh, and what about you, miss? What could I do for you? Um, you know, I, I don't know that I am interested in, in the meat, but I, I wouldn't mind some uh, of the spiced potatoes and, and the, I forget what, what sort of carrots you said. Uh, maple glazed. Maple glazed carrots. Can I have perhaps um, those on, on a platter or a plate of some sort? Do you want a healthy portion size like I gave him? Uh, I look over and now uh, there was like for, enough for three people or something, weren't yeah, I? Yeah, two pounds of, of that mash mixture and like enough of those like carrots for three people. Oh, so he got the same kind of yeah. stuff because I thought there was like different types. Okay. There, is. there are. He, he, he wanted got... just the two. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Never mind. I... um. I'll I'll just share with my friend if that's all right with you. Oh, of course, it's enough food to go around. Uh, and if you ever want to find a place to wash it down, he points down somewhere else. Uh, my brother actually runs a brewery near mm. here, so you can get some ale. He just smiles. Is there um anywhere do you know in the near vicinity that that sells wines? Oh, of course. Of he points towards the north where a bunch of people are currently doing fire breathing. There's a wine stall just around there. Oh, wonderful. Thank I hear you they brought much. I hear they are chilling their wine with magic this year. Oh, well, isn't that is that wonderful? Sounds very convenient. Well, uh enjoy the food. Yes, uh, thank, thank you. Thank you. And he's going to take his tree yeah, so slab in like total a... He, he saw your a Goliath, like a bigger person. Yeah. He saw your muscles. So there's three pounds of that yak uh -huh. meat on there, two pounds of that mash <laughs> on there, about a pound and a half of those carrots, 
And the plate itself is already five pounds because it's just a big piece of tree. So yeah. it's, it's a lot to carry. <laughs> All right. Um, he's going to put his morning star and like his shield into the cart and then okay. direct. And he's going to like, he's going to hold both hands, I guess. Yeah. And you can see Lindak kind of sitting down nearby eating skewers. He'll go let Tao sit. And then uh, he'll take out his mess kit plate and he'll offer it to Tao. <laughs> Yes, thank you. And his utensils that come with it. Okay, you... Oh, did come with... Oh, utensils. Yeah, yeah, sorry. The food he gave you did not come with any utensils. Yeah, yeah, the mess kit, yeah. Um, I have the mead, if you want, if you prefer that, if you don't want to spend any more money. Um... I have four bottles, or three and a half now. I... Sorry, I'm... What do you, what do you mean? You wanted to... He was talking about something to drink. Oh, mead, about. right. Um, I, I don't... Uh, you have mead at the moment? How much I have do you... the four... I have the three and a half bottles, yes. Oh, okay. Well, then I, I, I wasn't really thinking of getting mead unless someone else... Unless you wanted... Well, it's for you to drink whenever you eat. Oh, oh, I see. Right, right. Yes, okay. Thank you. Yep. So, like, let her get most of the vegetables. He's imagining okay. that she's probably wanting to load up on those. Yeah, and he's going to let her get, get as much as she wants on the veggies. And okay. then... I get a good portion of the potatoes. And yeah. yeah. Okay. He'll... Right. he'll climb up on the cart. I don't know if there's enough room for oh, him, yeah. but he'll climb sit. Okay. Tosser's in the back just sleeping. That's pretty yeah, cool. he'll climb up and sit on the on the um, like the driver cart, essentially. Uh, our part okay. chair. And he's going to keep an eye out for the, our gravel. He's going to like kind of while he's eating, yeah. trying to like look around. Good luck. Um, yeah. Based on size and stature in this crowd. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Talinda, you're eating with Enoch? And Lindak. Um, we went and sat by Are there any performers oh, in the near vicinity? Is there any what? Performers? Uh, not in this area, no. You get the sense, okay, they then, then you get, you get the sense people are dining, don't want like people like dancing around in their faces and breathing fire in your I was faces. thinking more on the lines of like just I don't know like someone with loot or something yeah not not in this but area but you, kinda... you, you can hear one like uh, coming from this is pretty big tent colorful tent okay I'm not I'll just stay here then if, if it's not like a okay your performer or anything like all right that. yeah so the three of you are just eating together then um, gravel you're wandering the the market essentially yeah you still looking for anything specific yeah. Well, yeah, this time he's going to uh, see if he can hear people. Because uh, I, I hate making the same check all the time. So I'm this time I want to listen to see if uh, he hears anyone lying particularly okay. to, to like anybody else. Okay. So there is loud music still in the area and lots of people like chattering and whatnot. So it is a little bit of a high DC. So perception check. Okay. With your ears. Okay. That's a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Okay. Yeah, you should steal that fucking... Uh, that picture right there, the picture's fucking loaded with diamonds. Looks like it's gold, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's gonna look. Demiria would really like that. 
You gonna look where that's coming from? Uh, kind of by a nearby stall where there's a jewelry stall. Mm -hmm. uh, you can see two kind of. Um, there's an elf, um, kind of dressed in like leathers, but there's like a, they have like a coat over top. Um, pointed ears, kind of like a broken nose, and uh, two green eyes, and they're standing with that halfling you saw earlier. The one that was just like looking at stalls but not buying anything. Kind of Grabbing very kind of like curly red hair, little pointed red beard, uh, wearing the same kind of outfit as the elf. Okay. Gravel will uh, not make himself visible, but be on like the opposite end and just kind of lean against the, lean against a, a, the stall or something that's kind of out of sight. But he's just like leaning against the stall and acting casual to everyone else that might be walking by, but he's just listening in. Okay. Now uh, the elf just keeps saying, yeah, take the picture. Yeah, take it, take it. Yeah. And he kind of like looks around. Um, you remember Vox said that uh, those people he encountered were coming this way. Do you see any of them? Have you seen any of them today? And uh, the halfling goes, well, I think I was being trailed by one of them. You'd think right. And they're not even surprised that you're there. Yeah. They're like, oh. And the elf looks at, down at you. This way. And him and the halfling walk into like a separate area of the carnival. Alright. Uh, yeah. Is he getting any bad vibes? Insight check. I mean, I imagine he knows. I mean, obviously there's bad vibes, but he's like obviously kind there's of bad Ill vibes. Intent. Yes, Ill give intent. Me, give me an insight check. Okay. Uh, that is a fifteen. You can't exactly tell. Okay. That's cool. He's going to. Uh, what's he got on him? He is going to uh, take the the apple seeds okay. that he had gotten earlier, and he's just going to leave a, a little trail of them. Okay. First, he, he's going to start by uh, dropping the the pouch because that that's what. The, He'll probably recognize as the pouch, mm -hmm. and then he'll just start like thumbing the seeds into the ground as he goes, as he follows these guys. Okay, and you eventually find them. They're kind of standing in a more open area of the uh, of the Carnival of Coin, kind of like hidden under some trees of, of like a nearby wooded area. And mm -hmm. they're both just standing under this tree. The elf's like picking his fingernails with a dagger, <laughs> and the halfling's kind of just like smoking on a pipe. So, Vox mentioned this, huh? He did. Yeah, he did. Uh, so, got any work? Oh, we always have work. But, not for you. All right, all right. 
Well, did he tell you uh, to guide us anywhere? We're just kind of no. Way? He told us that you were on. You're coming this way, and, yeah, and uh, well, said you could be a likely candidate if there was interest. Hmm. All right. We're pretty pleased you didn't steal anything here. Well, I'm pretty careful. Didn't see anything to do. Yeah, I kind of go for big ones. Oh, big there's floors. big ones here all the time. Yeah. But it's a good thing you didn't, because this is our organization's territory. Oh, really? Yes. Others stop by and we don't really pay them any attention. You don't really get much master thieves coming through here or anything. Most of them are just small little cut purses and... Oh, here comes El Elrins now, actually. And you see that elderly man stumbling yeah. over. <laughs> and as soon as he gets under the trees, he pulls at his face and rips off a disguise. And standing there is a human male, much younger, probably in his early 30s. Kind of wavy blonde hair, kind of tied up a little bit. He's got like a little pencil mustache, blue eyes, very handsome. He's wearing the same kind of outfit as they are. He's like, oh, this must be the one Vox was talking of, correct? Yeah. Gravel's gonna, like, kind of stand up straight and be like, nice, uh, nice moves out there. Thank you. And he'll, like, kind of hint at, like, the what looked like a sort of maneuver that he did. Okay. The, foot, the footwork on that one was uh, impressive. Thank you. I've stolen a lot in my time using that sort of charade. So. Yo. Very easy pickings here if you know where to look. But, oh, uh, he mentioned if we had any work for him, Elrand. Oh, work. What kind of work are you interested in, Gravel? Oh, anything from monotonous work. Not I'm with a group of people, so anything. I imagine you guys are along the, you know, like to work in the most un, mostly unnoticeable type stuff. Well, that's but what if I you needed something big done. Well, that's what our organization deals with is doing things behind the scenes. Yeah. Tell me. Vox was quite keen on you. The others, not so much. Have you ever heard of the Myriad? Mm, has he? Just whispers, but like not much in the terms of in information. I've heard enough. Is that a lie? Are you doing deception or? No, I okay. mean he's he's okay. kind of he, not necessarily. Okay. He he's not lying, but he's definitely like. He's not trying to. He's trying to be. He's posturing. Okay. He's not. He's cool. not boasting. He's not doing that. He's just. I've cool. heard enough. Cool. I mean, I. 
cool. I, he doesn't know much. Okay. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. Alran just so. kind of says, "Well, it's good. It's a program. We we plan on keeping that it that way." One time we had somebody in our organization have a tendency to run their mouth, and he kind of just goes like this. You know how it is in our circles. Yeah, that's usually why I kind of work alone, but... But you're looking for work, you say. Yeah, I usually have uh, my own way of going about things, but it requires quite a bit of infrastructure, but don't have time with that. Hmm. Interesting. Vox mentioned you're on your way to Druvenload as well. Mm, yeah. And is any... Do you have any chance Any chance you'll find yourselves in Rexentrum? Well, that's kind of where we're heading. Ah, well then. If you're looking for work, there is a task we need done in Rexentrum. Oh, yeah? A task for my group or a task for me? Ideally for you, but if you want to get your group involved, that's fine. It's always good to have some scapegoats with you. Um, we're looking for something. Well, our leader is looking for something that the mages of the Cerberus Assembly have in their possession. Now... From our sources on the road, that artifact has just arrived in Rexentrum, so they haven't really been. It's not. It's not secured inside the. Assembly right now. Pearlescent meteor. No. Mm. It's this strange sort of. What would you call it? Irithil. The halfling kind of goes. I don't know what I'd call it. It's a fucking weird little geometrical shape is what it is. And... Uh, Alrand is like, yeah, it's uh... How do I, would I describe it? He kind of takes a stick, grabs a stick, and kind of draws in the dirt. And the shape mm -hmm. looks like... What a D12 looks like. Mm-hmm. Like a dodecahedron, he kind of draws one of those in the dirt, and says, "Looks something like that, and it's said to emanate bright light." We weren't told any th much details about it from our leader, just that they want this captured. And you said you were looking for work, and this would be a very good job to do. You'd be paid handsomely, should you and your friends survive, of course. Yeah, that sounds. That seems kind of big. Cerberus assembling. Well, it's has, not... has Gravel heard of them? Does uh, he know how big this is? This job is no. Based on what they've given, so he doesn't know. Gravel doesn't. Only Lindek and Talindra knew what the Cerberus assembly was when I told them on the road. Okay. Um, but yeah, you don't exactly know the size of them. He's like, and they're just like, yeah, just a bunch of mages in Rex and Drum. Um, and again, this artifact our leader is looking for has yet to make it to the school. We believe it's being held in a safe house somewhere in the city. Hmm. We don't know where, but somewhere. Probably close to the Cerberus assembly, but not too far. Hmm. We're thinking about a block. 
probably guarded, of course, by Crown's Guard, but the reward. How does hmm, five hundred gold sound? You could split. You could split that any way you like. Keep it for yourself. Your friends don't have to know about the reward. You could lie mm. and say the reward was something else. And if you succeed on something like this, it'll certainly open up areas for you in your travels should you need it. When I get it, where do I take it? He opens up his coat, pulls out a scroll, and hands it to you. written in Thieves Cant. Oh, good, so I can read it. Yep. It says, once you retrieve this, meet us in the sewers of Rexentrum. Um, if you choose to accept, we'll meet you in the sewers of Rexentrum in... Uh, a w Sorry, hold on. A week's time. Oh shit, we're gonna have to blast through Druvenload, I so, think. So, <laughs> from here to Druvenload, it takes a day and four hours. Yeah. And then Druvenload to Rexentrum is three days and two hours. So, not, so you, you have some time. Okay, just can't get bogged down too fun, too long in Druvenload. <laughs> Correct. Again, if you choose to take it, and he's just like, you don't have to take it. If you don't want to accept it, you can just hand that back to me. That's a contract. Also, reading the contract, it says if you do not hand over the artifact when it's taken, you will be hunted down and it just says you can probably guess what happens. Yeah. I mean, why would you? Yeah. Um hmm. Yeah, alright. And he'll like twiddle it in his fingers and then take it up his sleeve. Excellent. And just to introduce ourselves, my name is Elrand, El the human kind of says. Uh, the elf says, they call me Stick. All right. And then the halfling, Ithril. And just so you know, Mr. Gravel, our organization is trained to see through disguises. Just so you know. Like magical disguises or you don't actual know. Disguises. He just says we're trained to see through disguises. Okay. Because um, I'm dressed as Vinlock, which was probably bad now that this happened. Because um, that's his cover. Um... So the halfling you said his name was what? The Ithril. Ithril. All right. Cool. I have to ask you about one of the other names later, but just to keep it going. Stick Elrand, and then Ithril. Elrand. Elrand was the human, right? Correct. And they say, I guess we'll see you in a week's time then. Yeah, hopefully the sewers in Rexentrum aren't uh, 
Aren't too much of a maze. No. The guards don't like to go down there. Mm. All right. All right. Well. Good. And he'll look around. And just be like, see you around. You look back and they're gone. All right. And that's where we're going to end the session for the week. It's 10 o'clock, so. Obviously, still more for you guys to do at the Amber Crossroads, should you want to do it tomorrow. That way we can have a full, or tomorrow. Next week we can do maybe like a, there's more to do here, and there's a lot to experience here, so a full session next week would be ideal. Just a suggestion. Yeah, I mean, we're going <laughs> to, we're going to have to come through it again. Yeah. When we come from Druvenlode, so. But, you guys got a job. Did you choose to accept it? Oh, Guys, wait. we got a quest. <laughs> you already did accept it. Um, so that's that. Uh, thank you for watching, everybody. Um, we'll be back here next week for the continuation of Legends of Wildmount. This was episode 14 already. So most of those sessions have been on the road. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week for more shenanigans. So... Good night, everybody. We'll see you in half an hour for Beneath the Tide. So, bye-bye, everybody. Bye.